When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After a pre- pretty ugly home loss to the Las Vegas Raiders, the Kansas City Chiefs have been eliminated from taking over the number one seed in the AFC. And Kansas City has lost four of the last six games this season and sits as the number three seed in the AFC, which is new territory for Mahomes. But listen to Travis Kelsey today on his team. It's not just one guy. I, I'm, it's not just me playing like dog shit. It's not just... Uh, us not being able to get the run game going. It's not just us not being on the same page passing-wise. It's, it's everybody's in this thing together. Everybody at some point um, isn't being accountable, and we all just got to f- bring it together, man. Everybody's just got to f- do their job. Every single play, it's somebody not doing their job, and it's me. It's every, it, one by one, it's everybody on the team. That lack of accountability was a big topic yesterday and a big topic after that game. And so it's nice to see Travis Kelsey kind of calm that out. But what do you guys think when you hear that, Kmart? I mean, he's right. Yeah. That's part of the problem, the fact that it's not just them dropping passes, which we spent a lot of time this season talking about. It's not just their offensive tackles uh, giving up pressure. It's not just... Patrick Mahomes seem to, seeming to be pressing at times. It's not just the lack of a, a strong, cons, strong and consistent run game. Um, it's just everything. Even Travis Kelsey, to his point, he hasn't looked the same this year. Patrick Mahomes, he's a career high at interceptions right now. Mm-hmm. This entire season, there's so many things going wrong with this team. And yet again, because of 15, I am not ready to, to cross them off my list of Super Bowl contenders. There are concerns because, we, you know, week 16, week 17, and we're still talking about the same issues, the drops, and, and, the, and the amount of pressure that he's under in the pocket. He's under duress way too often. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but they have – listen, the only differences with this Chiefs team from last year is Juju's not there and Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy not being there – Say what you want about the man not calling plays, and it's all Andy Reid. But at this point, it's not. It's not. I'm not speaking out of turn to say that man was the glue in that room offensively. Because when we're talking about accountability, when we're talking about attention to detail, when we're talking about who's keeping guys in line, per, dealing with personalities and managing all of that, there are things that go beyond play calling. Um, so. Losing the enemy is a big deal. I still think they have the ta- – it's the same roster, essentially, from last year. Yeah. Uh, but the offensive tackles clearly are an issue. Marcus, we were talking about that this morning, that it's a, it's a huge concern yeah. for this team. Yeah, the roster the, the roster to me is completely different, K-Mart. Um, I got to disagree with you on that because of those tackles, because of what they've – how they've played, the penalties – the giving up the pressures, they, they to me they different up front, and we just heard like, first of all, me and Travis, that's my guy. We cool. Every time we see each other, it's quadra. We talk a lot. Travis, don't be mad at me, but all y'all damn Chiefs fans who in my damn Twitter right now and in my DMs, that's mad about me saying the same damn thing that Travis Kelsey just said on a, on get up this morning, go to his DMs and tweets now and tell him how mad you are and how much he lying. And he actually there. 
He knows what's going on. But, but let me get back to what you were saying, K. Mark, because here's the thing with the Chiefs, right? Patrick Mahomes' interceptions are a direct tie to what we've been seeing from this team. He's pressing. He's made some very bad decisions as well, and it forces you to do that. When you have zero confidence that consistent on a consistent basis, your receivers are going to come through for you, even though you keep trying to put these guys in positions and situate. He had one over the middle to Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony dropped it, ended up in the interception. All of those things matter. So Mahomes has become a part of the problem and the issue. And I like what Travis said. It's everybody. And you know what that means when a player says that? It's our coaching staff, too. Accountability needs to be throughout the entire building. And that's the point, K-Mart, that you made about Eric Bieniemy. It's Look, Eric Bieniemy, is he an offensive guru? I don't know. They had a lot of success when he was there on offense, though. Now that he's gone, they seem to be struggling. Something has changed. It's the same thing you see in Philadelphia. Prolific prolific offense, different offensive coordinator. Things change. There's an element that was left when Eric Bieniemy left this team of accountability. Because if you know anybody and you talk to anybody, which Kmart does, which I have a lot of friends and, and, and that's playing in the league, a lot of guys that I talk to that coach in this league, he is the accountability police. And you know what accountability does? It, it, it shows its true self from week one to week 17. And you know what hasn't happened in Kansas City? Things have not gotten better from week one to week 17. When you have arguably the greatest tight end to play the game when it comes to what he's been able to do with Travis Kelsey, talk about accountability going into the 17th game of the season. You're lacking something within your coaching staff. And we can put it on the players, too. They got to hold each other accountable. Mad Dog, this is a bad sign. And I know it's it's hard for me because I think Patrick Mahomes, talent-wise, is, is going to be the greatest quarterback that we've seen play in this league over the span of his career. They got real issues, brother. And it don't look like it's getting fixed just because he's 15 and they going into the playoffs because it's not mostly about Patrick Mahomes. If this was Patrick Mahomes making bad decisions, we could say, you know what? He can fix that in a couple games. Everything will be fine. There are, there, it's fires everywhere, mad dog. It's like when you're playing them games and you put out a fire over here and the other ones start and you're like, damn, I got to go back to square zero and get it going. That's the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I agree. I agree with both of you in a lot of ways. Kimberly, I 100% agree about Mahomes. He gives them a puncher's chance every game they play. Yeah. So he is the best quarterback in football despite the, you know, a little inconsistency. And yep. him on the road in a big spot – I still have a lot of confidence in him. So I give them a puncher's chance, but I'm with you guys too. I'm with uh, uh, Marcus, Marcus here yes. specifically. With you on Mahomes, with Marcus on the fact, I don't think the Chiefs, they've lost their aura. Mm. And that's an intangible. When you lose that aura, yeah. where you got the team half beat the opponent before the game even starts, mm-hmm. it's problematic. They lost to Denver. They lost to Green Bay. Those teams are under 500. Mm-hmm. The Raiders had Raiders. 62 yards. You know that the, the, the Raiders are the first team to win a football game that, did, that had a quarterback not complete more than a four-yard pass after the first quarter in the not history good. of the NFL? Not good. He not threw good. for 62 yards, and he did not have a completion over four yards after the first quarter. I mean, at home on Christmas yeah. and the Chiefs on Christmas. Wow, that's a horrific loss. And they killed the Raiders. And they let the Raiders walk in there and yep. beat them like that. 
that's a sign to me that they have lost that mojo, the aura, and I think that makes them very vulnerable in the postseason. I'll tell you one other thing before we go here. I don't want to take too much time. The Chiefs are sloppy, okay? Mm. They were arrogant about Tariq Hill. They lost Hill from last year. They won a championship. They thought they can get away with it again. They can't. They got lucky once. They weren't yeah. going to get away without having him twice. That's number one. And two, they're arrogant. They're, they're sloppy. I mean, this is a sloppy team. How in the world did they allow Tony to line up offsides? The offensive line, the left tackle has got, how about, was it the right tackle? How many, how many legal procedure penalties does that guy have? Mm. Every time you turn around, he, he moves three or four seconds. Every single game, he's got three or four of those penalties. They are a very sloppy team. So you put all three things together. Sloppy, and plus Kelsey's 34 years of age, getting yeah. older. Sloppy, did yeah. not replace Hill, did not replace Hill, and Aura. They don't scare anybody. I think that's a good They're point because other teams, whether you that's go to Arrowhead one, or play them, other teams don't feel like the Chiefs are unbeatable now. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. They've yeah. lost that, they've yeah, lost that, that, that edge. Yeah, ahead, that, R thing, that R thing is big. That R thing is big, man, dog. That, that, that's the best point of this conversation because even when you talk to other guys on other teams that had to go play Kansas City, be like, damn, man. They, fifth, we got to go into Kansas City and win this game. And they got Patrick Mahomes. And we know before every game who the best player on the field is going to be when you go and play Kansas City. Now, I still think when teams walk in, they like, hey, that's Pat Mahomes. Let's be on our P's and Q's. Yeah. But it is not the same. It is not the same. And I'm going to tell you why it's not the same. Because I done talked to players that's been going there to play. We were there for countdown. And we talked to dudes that was about to play that game. They're like, yo, this team ain't the same. I'm not going to name no names, but y'all can look and see when Monday Night Countdown was there and we had the conversation. This is not the same team that we're walking in here to play that most teams has had to play when you play against the Kansas City Chiefs. They either got to regain that now, which I don't think they can before this season is over, or they got to make some major changes in this offseason. I screamed all offseason. For the Kansas City Chiefs to go get DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I screamed it from the mountaintop that they had to go find a playmaker on the outside and it would ease some of these woes that they have going on. I like Rasheed Rice. I think he's going to be a really good yeah, player. He's just young. 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 And we don't, like, we're talking about a Chiefs team that's expected to win Super Bowls and not make playoffs. This, this is a real problem in Kansas City this year, man. Well, you're not seeing the same Patrick Mahomes. You know, his, he had his 14th interception of the season on Monday, which is the worst Patrick in his career. Tired. They're tired. tired. They're tired. 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 any of the highlights. You see the helmets being thrown. You see the meltdowns. They have lost that aura. And look, the, the Chiefs finished the first quarter in that game with minus 18 yards, the worst for any NFL team since 2011. So mm. something has to change. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV 
is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. All right, let's go back to the NFL where the Cleveland Browns have won three straight with Joe Flacco as quarterback and the team is 10 and five and currently would be the five seed in the AFC playoffs. Elsewhere in the AFC, the Bills are cruising, also winning three straight after a surprisingly rough start to the season. They currently sit behind the Browns for the sixth spot in the AFC and play the Patriots this week. All right, Kmart. Who do you feel has a better chance making a deep run in the playoffs, the Browns or the Bills? You know what? I'm not going to pick with my heart. I'm going to pick with my head. Everybody's expecting me to say the Browns because I live part-time uh, literally the entire season in Cleveland. But, no, I'm, this was actually really difficult, and the fact that it was a difficult choice to make – is actually pretty stunning. I'm going to say Bills, right? But slightly. Only for two reasons. The quarterback and the collection of injuries. But really, honestly, guys, the fact that we're even talking about the Browns right now, that this is even a question, speaks to the job that GM Andrew Berry has done. Kevin Stefanski, their head coach. D.C. Jim Schwartz. And then Miles Garrett being that guy. And, of course, Joe Flacco. Um, I think when you look at the, the, the teams in the AFC, I feel like at some point, you would, if you're going to choose between these two quarterbacks, you're going to go Josh Allen. They have the better quarterback. Um, Flacco, everybody's sort of waiting for Flacco to turn back into Flacco. I sat down with him last week, and he said, I understand I'm not the sexy pick. I'm not the sexy choice. Everybody's looking at him, waiting for him to throw three interceptions a game, right? Um, the Browns, would to be 10-5 and five right now and to lose Nick Chubb in week two, to lose Jedrick Wills, to lose a ton of offensive linemen, to lose leaders in the, on their defense, Grant Delpit, like Anthony Walker. Like these are, these are guys who literally are leaders on the back end. And I think at some point the injuries might catch up to the Browns. That is the only reason, quarterback and injuries, that I'm picking the Browns because really, this is a fantastic season for them this far, thus far. And this is a team that I wholeheartedly believe can win a Super Bowl with the roster that they have. But I'm just going to give the slight edge to Buffalo. I think there are two teams, and the Rams got a bad break with mm. the Niners losing. There are two teams right now in the NFL that you don't want to play. The Rams are one, 
and I think the Browns are too. Ooh. I think the Browns have a lot of karma going. It. Karma? Well, you know, they haven't won since 1964. And, boy, is there ever a franchise that deserves a little break? It's Cleveland. They played, as you said there, Kimberly, they <laughs> yeah. played their fourth quarterback this year. Yep. And Flacco's gone out there and he played, a, he's played really well. Mm-hmm. They lose Chubb. They've lost a million offensive linemen. Here it is. We sit there with two games to go. What are they, 11-5? and five? No, they're 10-5. and five. Ten and They're 10-5 ten 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 with two games to go. They're going to beat the Jets because they haven't made the playoffs yet. That's going to give them 11 wins. And then they're going to be able to take the week off against Cincinnati because they wow. can the division. So they'll be 11-5 and five and they'll be the fifth seed. And then mm-hmm. they're going to go play the AFC South winner. And they can win that game. And I'll tell you right now, if there's one team that can beat the Ravens in Baltimore, it's Baltimore. Cleveland. Flacco's not going to be intimidated by the Ravens. Mm-mm. He played in Baltimore. I, I got a the, funny feeling. Those two defenses against each other, the Ravens think they're the best defense. The Browns will tell you, no, we are in fact the best defense. Yes, yeah. and I thought they won there already this year with now Watson played great. So let's not forget that. I got a funny feeling. I'm going to say defense, Flacco, Karma, Marcus, I'm going to say Cleveland the most dangerous in the AFC. Yeah, I I think if they go play the Ravens in Baltimore, he's going to throw a lot of interceptions. That's what I think. Uh, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Um, I think right now Josh Allen is is playing well, but also being insulated by Joe Brady and the way he's calling plays. And now this team is playing great complementary football. You see this defense starting to get after people up front. I'm not going to discredit how they dismantled Dallas at home. This team has had to win games to stay afloat and have an opportunity to get into the playoffs, and they've responded in a tremendous way. You look defensively with some of the injuries they have, Matt Milano being out. They lost Tredavious White. Now they're starting to turn the football over. The pass rush is coming to fold. The run game with James Cook. And I know it wasn't a phenomenal performance against the Los Angeles Chargers, and that could always give you a level of concern. And Josh Allen did what Josh Allen usually does and gives the ball away one time a game, no matter what. But ultimately, this team has been under a large amount of pressure for, for like the last four weeks. And they've been able to come through and play really good football. But to me, Joe Brady has made the most significant difference. And what tells me that Buffalo has a better chance to make a deep playoff run, because it is no longer about Josh Allen, just go out there and see what you can do to make it happen. This team holistically now is playing good football. And guess what, y'all? Stephon Diggs ain't went off since the change in Mm -hmm. Joe Brady, and they've been winning games. Mm -hmm. So imagine when Diggs gets going, when we get into the playoffs, because I have to believe they're going to try to get him more involved in these pressure cooker games. I think the Bills right now have positioned themselves with a coaching change that was made. And give Sean McDermott credit, because he take a lot of heat for the 12 people on the field during the the kick. He took a lot of heat about the defense giving up plays. Give him credit for making a change going away from Ken Dorsey to Joe Brady and recognizing what they needed to do to get better. Here's uh, Marcus, I agree with you. Here's another thing. With Josh Allen, his kryptonite is himself. Yep. Really, like talking to defensive players and defensive coordinators, Absolutely. they don't want to face him because he is such a, he's such a load because he plays like he's a running back or a linebacker in a quarterback's body. Now, also, when you look at the teams that the Bills have beaten, Miami, Dallas, Kansas City, and they lost by three points to the Eagles on the road in overtime. Should have won a game. So when you when and and you know yes the Browns I, I was there when the Browns beat San Francisco that was on a field goal that you know what I mean like that like so again I just think the Bills right now are a team that nobody would want to face but 
But to your point, Mad Dog, if the Browns, if it's a situation where they got to face the Ravens, that's, that's going to be a dangerous, good. That's because a dangerous you can't game. just say, oh, well, Lamar and that's the Ravens are going to. Yep. Dangerous. Yep. Browns, Marcus, dangerous. Browns could win that game. They could win mm-hmm. that. That's not impossible. Yeah, they could. They could win that game. They could. Man, no, you know, too. You know, too. And Kmart knows. Like, and, and even when you playing, when I was playing in Dallas, division games are hard, bro. It don't matter. I think it was 2007 or 2009. We beat the Giants twice in the regular season, had to play them in the playoffs and lost. They went on to beat the New England Patriots who were undefeated. Like division games are hard. They are, they are always a toss up. That's why, like when Kmart talked about every team in the AFC North got a chance to make the playoffs before the season started. I didn't think that was the case, but it's that division is difficult, man. And I played in Baltimore and I played one game in the Ravens Pittsburgh matchup in, in the Ravens still a matchup. Them teams don't give a damn who your quarterback is. They don't care what you done done during the season. It's a rivalry in those games. So to your point, Mad Dog, it ain't the Browns not gonna walk in Baltimore saying, "Ooh, they the best team in the AFC and the best team in the NFL." They gonna say we done beat them before. We in a division. We know who they are. We know them. And we got Miles Garrett. That's what I think the Browns run into. Only thing, only problem I think the Browns run into. Is that this Ravens defense is hell now? <laughs> they are hell to play against, dog. And that's the only thing I have concerned about Joe Flacco. I do not think Amari Cooper will have 260 yards receiving against that's the true. Baltimore Ravens that's secondary. True. That's true. <clears throat> he will not do that. I didn't realize Marcus was on that Cowboy team that blew that game to the Giants. <laughs> that was an awful loss. <laughs> you were on that team, but man, no, we don't have when, to go when Robo went to Cowboys and Lucas. When Robo went to Cowboys and Lucas for a week before the whole. Look, I mean, I think it's it's safe to say when it, I'm sorry, Marcus. I'm so sorry. When it, I think when it comes to the Browns, you know, you got Flacco who's been there before. He's won a Super Bowl, so that's gotta count for something. But uh yeah, we're we're gonna open a can of worms if we keep if we keep that conversation going. So for Marcus, for your sake, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. That's right. Cool. So Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, it's time to check in with our angriest of all the dogs. Really drive me freaking crazy. It's my favorite thing on television. He's always blaming somebody else. Batman, Shadehead! Let me finish! What's the matter with that gas? That is absurd. Where did he go? The stuff was in the middle of the Now, no! What? What the? For crying out loud, play better football! Now that drove me nuts! Me! I can't hear you, gosh darn it! They took my headset off! It's not a smart play! I'm worried about your blood pressure. That bothered me! <laughs> you were just a gem of a human mad yes. dog. All right, it's time for the last What Are You Mad About of 2023. It's been clearly a great year mm-hmm. for uh, of frustration for you, but let's finish strong, shall we? So uh, what are I you mad about? I could start with the Christmas party at the Russo's, arrival at 2, leave at 9.30. But I want to make sure I stay okay with the relatives, so I'll lay low. Number one. What is Woody Johnson doing? He's got to tell the world with two games to go in a season that Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are going to be back next year. What, if Rodgers put him up to it? What's the rush for crying out loud? He's not Lombardi, and the other guy's not Jerry Vanessi. Look him up, Marcus, who Vanessi was in the 50s with that Packer roster. Somehow he had to go bring him back. He has to make this announcement now. Let him sit on it for a couple of weeks and make the announcement at the end of this freaking game against the uh, when they play the last game of the year at home. This is crazy. Zerline almost kicked a field goal. How did make a 54-yard field goal to not embarrass him? He scores the touchdown, Washington down 17-0, and they almost came back and won. And Woody's going to tell my buddy Costello before the game of the year at both, we are going to bring back Stoller and Joe Douglas. Why, Woody? You don't have to make the announcement that they're not going anywhere. Nobody wants them. The Chargers are not calling up for picking to talk to Robert Stoller. All right, I'm sorry, it's not happening. Robert's out in the street if you don't bring him back. Make him sweat. I wow. could not believe that this announcement had to be made. Two games to go in the season when the Jets are a mess. Again, Rodgers must have put him up for it. Number one. All right, Mad Dog, I hear you. However, Aaron already said they have his vote of confidence. Once Aaron Rodgers says, I like Robert Sala, I love Joe Douglas, I like what they're doing, that told you all you needed to know. So whether Woody says it or not, we knew these guys were going to be back. I agree. But he had to make... Let him sit! Let, let him, him sit! Oh, my let gosh! Him let him marinate! Well, Marcus, you're quiet! Say something! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right, number Man, two. Man, yes. no, I, yes. I agree with you that he could have waited. He could have waited. He could have waited. But I told you weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers runs this organization. Yeah, he now. sure does. Not Woody yeah. Johnson. Exactly. Yeah, Pat McAfee runs Rodgers, and Rodgers runs the Jets 100%. <laughs> All right, number two. How about Tommy Cutlets? How about oh, Tommy Cutlets? Can we yeah. calm down on Tommy Cutlets, please? I think we're calm now. Uh, how about some grilled chicken instead of veal, veal, uh, cutlet, uh, veal cutlet hero or uh, chicken cutlet hero? Are you I mean, my God. How about Cutlets? First off, he thinks he's going to. You know, nobody cares about Tommy DeVito in America. It's a little story in North Jersey. Enough already. He hires a marketing company. He hired a marketing company. This is a guy who was a third-string quarterback who, who didn't Just play in Texas, barely played in Illinois, and he hires a marketing company. Uh, enough already. And then when Just he the gets word. relieved, the right decision by Dable, he gets relieved at halftime in a game in Philly on Christmas Day. What does he tell us? It was a business decision. No, it wasn't. You stunk. Nine-yard pass no, play. There's no distance <laughs> decision. The Giants were an absolute mess in the game. The agent drives me crazy. Too much of time. Why do we need the agent now? Why do we need love it now? Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. You guys are crazy. Tommy DeVito. Everybody put a break on Tommy DeVito, please. I think I think the brakes have been pumped. I-Rod's now starting, so I think the brakes have been pumped. But don't you want to take advantage of your moment when you got your moment, Matt? Hires the a marketing in the chair. Let the kid live. Hires a marketing company. And don't hate on Cutlet. Okay, don't hate on you right. You right, but it's partly my fault. It's partly my fault, Mad Dog, because I made a joke that Tommy DeVito was better than the Saints offense and people took it literally and Tommy DeVito phenomenon started. It's partly my fault, but you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Marcus, oh, started, God, Marcus started the whole trend right. and now, listen, what happened. I yell at everybody on this show and I, you know, you know, I got on, and by the way, Shaq, don't tell me you haven't heard of me. You've heard of Chris Dushaw. Because Shaq got married because I put him, I, I put him, I put him below Malone. So we're going to lay low on that. You know um, me. I, uh, here's the bottom line. I always pick on everybody else. Uh-huh. It's time I pick on me and Fat Rob in, in, in uh, oh. Rapid City. Um, right. Did you see what I did? I, I deserve, I deserved you. it. Did you say Magic Sunday. City? Which uh, uh, Rapid City. South. Oh, Rapid, Rapid City. City. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, okay. Sunday it. it's Christmas Eve. I did not go to church. So what did I do in the afternoon? I bet Green Bay mm. minus Ooh. three and a half. The Packers had the ball at 30 to 16, leading in the fourth quarter. Leading in the fourth quarter. Carolina, two touchdowns. Packers have obviously no defense. They come down and kick the field goal. They win the game, but it's three and a half. I gave up. They won by three. And then, like an idiot, I bet the over of Dallas and Miami. Oh. At 48-49, Dallas fumbles. That was at 430. (laughs) That's the time that you should be hitting your knees, thanking the Lord that it's Christmas and all those things. What are you doing? And I'm betting Cowboys in Miami with my mother's burnt veal parmesan. With my burnt veal parmesan on Christmas Eve dinner. Mommy's burnt veal. Uh, And then number three, and then number three, I can't get enough of pain. So I'm doing a radio show yesterday Mm -hmm. at 530. Day after Christmas, give me a pat on the back for that. But the fat guy in Rapids said, we got to play Rice. <laughs> They're playing oh, Texas State <laughs> in the Transponder Bowl. And so like it's dope, at 5.30 in the afternoon, when I'm breaking down schedules in the NFL, I am sitting there and I'm betting Rice oh. against Texas State, <laughs> who had two, not one, but two. <laughs> 
two pick sixes, and I end up getting killed in the game. They screw up the second half kickoff at Texas State, their first ever bowl game. I got to even take the points. I took them on the money line. Oh, my God. What an awful look at this stuff, this nonsense. They threw me the wrong kickoff. get the idea. What an absolute disaster. Go on. The day after Christmas, I don't learn my lesson on Christmas Eve. And I bet the Chiefs, by the way, on Christmas Day. And I don't learn my lesson. You take and the fat guy says, let's go rice on the money line at 5.30 on a Monday <laughs> afternoon. I am a degenerate and a loser. I deserve to lose every penny. What an awful, 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 awful job. Not again. Strike me down. Just go to church. It's fine. <laughs> God's been trying to talk to you. You know, just go to church. You don't need to get man, struck no. out. Taking more L's than no. the Panthers God's trying to tell you something, oh, man. God trying to tell you something, man. That sure relationship between you and Fat Rob is toxic. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. toxic, bro. It's toxic. It's toxic. You're going to have to make some better decisions in 2024. Uh, sure. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Starting Quickly. with eliminating the toxic uh, relationships. And you know, and you know what my daughter got in the me Lord. for Christmas, don't you? Yeah. What? What? Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. If I didn't have the volume, I would have jumped out of the cargo door. Could you win the MVP of first take? No, you couldn't. Happy Valley, my ass. Happy Valley, my ass. Crap booty. I choose the wrong word. <laughs> Look at the way. Where is Joe Montana? All they had to do was pick a stupid field goal. Swing the bat. I wish y'all could watch Doggy follow this camera. Man, don't go down. I'm not doing it for the incident. You're so good. I'm not doing it. I hold it for you. I am sure. I got powerful. I love you. I'll get a run in. I'll take the two dogs, Bowen Riley, for a walk. I'll make an early cocktail. Cut a gummy in half at about 325. What? When I'm sauced, put 10 dimes on Colorado and Dion. Cocktail. I'll have the other half of gummy. Lots of gummies in your future. Oh, you got that right. Amazing! I, oh, I don't. There's, there's, there, we just need that on repeat right there. <laughs> Marcus's reaction is the is the price. That is just uh, that is just fantastic. And speaking of fantastic, hey. we've uh, we've got, wait. Sorry, say that, Marcus. 
Let me let me say something on a serious note, man. Like this is my first time. I knew about Mad Dog from Sirius XM, mm-hmm. but this is my first time working with Mad Dog. And in this business, I mean, K Mart knows that you know it, Vic and, and Mad Dog. You get so much vitriol and hate from people yeah. uh, when you give takes and when you do all of that. And they not really serious. They just angry uh, uh, about what you're saying. Mad dog, real talk, brother. You have made this year a delight, dude. Uh, it's been it. a pleasure getting to know you through the show, man. And I have enjoyed doing TV with you as much as anybody. I just wanted to say that, man. I, this ain't goodbye or, or last forever. I just <laughs> to know well, he did say he was. He did say he was going to get struck down. So <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it, it's been an absolute pleasure, my dude. It's been an absolute. Pleasure I love Marcus, doing TV yeah, with you day. on Wednesdays. Good you job. are you are no the doubt. definition of no, a, of a gem of a human, no, and that was That's just not enough of all the back me. Let's go to Buffalo. Well, Miami. no, first off, know. Stephen A. is back weighing in on your mad dog. Yeah, that's true. So uh, let's take a look at what Stephen A. tweeted. Oh, he's back with you. He's back with you. All right, he's saying, "Hey, mad dog, that's what you get for not going to church on Christmas Eve." What are you mad about? Was really good, doggy. You've made up. Oh my God! Oh my God! Sleep in LA first day this morning. There's another one. But Swagoo is right. It's time to dump Fat Rob. He's making you look like a degenerate because you keep losing money. Get it together, buddy. Like we said, look, New Year's resolution. No more toxic, resol- uh, you know, relationships, all right? Maybe go to church. You and Fat Rob got to have a conversation. All right, don't get, don't get struck down because we got a quick take for you, uh, all right? We are uh, just days away from the All-State Sugar Bowl where number three Texas will take on number two Washington for a shot to play for the national title. So, Mad Dog. Who you got winning this game and why? And it better have nothing to do with uh, no. that. No, this is a straight play so. at 845. This is a very good game. This is a close game, probably a lot of points. I think you could have made an arg- argument that Washington should have been ranked one in his final poll in that mm-hmm. Michigan. They have Very played really well. Good conference, beat Oregon twice. I love the quarterback. That receiver is the best player on the field. They don't completely trust Texas. They lost to Oklahoma, who can move the ball and pull the ball all over the place. Washington can do the same thing. Take the four and a half. I like the Huskies in this game. I think it's going to be a Washington-Alabama championship game, Ooh. and I love this Penix. Is a vet. He knows how to win. Marcus can understand that. He makes big plays when he has to yeah. make big plays. I'll take Washington to beat Texas uh, in the in the Sugar Bowl there on uh, Monday night at 845. I'm here for the Washington-Alabama. Let's go. Yeah, how about something like that? That's a McElroy-McDonough game. Yeah, Not that would two. be something. All right, let's get back to the NFL where the Dolphins lead the Bills by two games in the AFC East and can clinch the division with a win Sunday against the Ravens or with the Bills losing two the Patriots. However, if Miami loses and Buffalo wins, the division is decided in their Week 18 matchup. So, Mad Dog, who do you got winning the AFC? I'm going to say Buffalo. I think the Ravens will definitely beat Miami. They're playing, obviously, for the top slot, so that's very, very important. I don't think Miami will win the game on the road. Plus, I think Baltimore is going to think about last year when Miami scored those four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and they lost the game 48, whatever it was. They had a big lead. I think that's fresh in Lamar's mind. So, I think Miami will lose. Give Belichick credit. They've done a nice job. That was a heck of a win in Denver. They won in yep. Pittsburgh. I think they'd be a pain in the neck, but I think the Bills will beat the Pats. And then Buffalo will go to Miami. I think that will be the Sunday night game that, to end the season, the last game of the year. And I think Buffalo is going to win the AFC East. I'll take the Bills. Marcus, who do you got winning? 
I'm going Dolphins. I had the Dolphins winning this division before the season started, and I'm going to stay there. Buffalo is scary right now based on what the changes they, they made offensively. We talked about it early in the show. But I think Miami defense is coming along, man. And I think that is going to be really their calling card for as much as we've talked about how good and electric and explosive Tua and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle has been. And remember this too, Jalen Waddle, which doesn't help my argument. Jalen Waddle is dealing with an ankle right now, which I think may be a big issue for this team going forward. I don't know how severe it is, but hopefully he doesn't have to miss any time. But I'm going to go Miami because I picked them. I'm being a little stubborn. Uh, I think I think the Bills are playing better right now, although the, the Chargers game gave me a little bit of reserve about if the Bills are actually going to do this consistently the whole way. But I'm going to Miami Dolphins. I'm going to stick with the Dolphins to win the division, and I think it'll be because of their defense and the way that they've come along and playing. Shockingly, I disagree with Marcus. I'm going to go with Doggy <laughs> and say the Bills, because their Week 17 matchup, on paper at least, is easier. This is the game I'm covering. They're, they're playing the Patriots um, this weekend. Also, like I said earlier, Josh Allen's kryptonite is Josh Allen. Um, it's the decision-making, but he is a scary dude. And when I look at the Bills, they are playing like a different team. This is a team, like you said, Marcus, they, they were kind of left for dead. Like, we were looking at them like, where are the Bills going? I think what we've seen, even without Stefan yeah. Diggs going off, I think this is a Bills team, a Bills team that in week four bludgeoned the, bludgeoned the Dolphins. Literally, we're looking at them like, whoa, they made Tyreek a non-factor in that game. Not that he's not explosive and all that, but they were able to limit what he was doing. I think this is a Bills team that can do it again. Week 18 is going to be a huge matchup, but I think the Bills are going to win. You got a lot of good games. You know, Marcus, you might have the Rams-San Francisco. That game's going to be important. Rams-San Fran, Indianapolis hosting Houston. That game could be for a last playoff spot in the AFC. Mm -hmm. You got this Buffalo-Miami game. Seattle might have to beat Arizona to make the playoffs that last game. You know, the NFL sometimes in Week 18, they don't get lucky. They're going to have – they got a chance for a heck of a last game of the year this year. They really do. But Mad yeah, Dog, a lot of playoff the, implications. Yes, a lot of playoff implications. And speaking of playoffs, uh, playoffs, you got both teams in um, <clears throat> in the uh, in the playoffs. Who do you got going further? Which, uh, or Dolphins? Oh, Miami, Dolphins. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami. And, I'm yes. gonna go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Mark with Marcus's theme about Buffalo playing well, and I trust Allen more. Little calmer. I'll say Carver. Buffalo. I trust more than Miami. So the Bills. I trust yeah. the Bill. I, I I trust the Bills more going deeper um, because last week we saw the Dolphins beat the Cowboys again by a field goal. They do not play well against significantly good opponents against good opponents. So I, again, when you look at who the Bills have beaten, KC lost to the Eagles in overtime by three points. Um, they're they're a good team. They're a very good team. I think Buffalo Marcus has. You like Miami, right? To go a little further. You still go Miami, Marcus. Oh. Well, in the playoff, in, in the playoffs, I would probably go go Bills um, going further. One, they've been there. They they have the experience of playing in the playoffs. I saw the reason why we've had so many up and down crazy conversations about Buffalo and Josh Allen is because of the performance he put together in Kansas City on the road. I still think that matters. The fact that he know he can get to that level when you get into the playoffs. I've never seen Tua in the playoffs. I've never seen that. I just so for me it'll be a, it'll be more about 
the experience that Buffalo would have going into the playoffs. But winning the division to me is a different animal. Once you get in there, though, we know it changes. The perspective changes, how you go about doing things change and going forward. And remember this too, y'all. Like when you look at Buffalo, the reason why I believe that this team can have success now more than I believe before is because of Joe Brady. It's because of how he's insulating Josh Allen in these particular games and situations. So playoffs, I would go Bills to go further. I think the Dolphins still win the division. Interesting argument. Yeah, okay. I mean, very interesting. Look, the, the Dolphins have not won an AFC East champ since 2008. The Bills have won three straight mm-hmm. since 2020. So we shall see Good race. what happens. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to First Take. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers are just one win away from keeping the coach's streak of never having a losing season alive. And those hopes will be on the shoulders of Mason Rudolph, who was named the starter for this week when they go to Seattle. He had himself a game for sure, throwing for 290 yards and two touchdowns in the win against the Bengals last week. But Mad Dog, should the Steelers... Continue to stick with Well, they only got two games to go. So if they beat Seattle, you might as well keep them in the game because they'll be in the playoffs and they have a little winning streak. And if they beat the Ravens, they're in. And if they lose the game and they're out, why would you put Pickett in the last game of the year and he's got a bad ankle? So to me, Mason Rudolph should play the last two games. It's been one game. It's been one game of Mason Rudolph. (laughs) He's been on the bench for two years. There's a reason the Steelers had him on the bench. So I want to see him get through Seattle first before I decide. Marcus? Uh, rest of the season, I, I, I had said Pickett, but it, it, that's so stupid and dumb. <laughs> it should be Mason Rudolph. It's two games left. Okay. And, and to, to Mad Dog point, like if he's he not fully healthy, he don't need to be out there anyway. Um, if, if, if Mason can recreate what he created, well, yeah, yes. why not? Stick with why it. Why not? We need a little Mason. It's been a hundred quarterbacks in Pittsburgh over the last two years. Yeah, <laughs> there's been a hundred. So let's get a little Mason magic, shall we? All right, and for Kmart, right? Yeah, yeah. For Kmart, Mad Dog, Marcus Perk, and Wendy and Victoria, thanks for watching. Yeah.